right. Hello. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, why can't I hear anything? Shoot. Oh, I don't know what just happened. I think my, my earplugs went off. Hey, everybody. Sorry. Hey. I'm having a technical difficulty right now. I feel like Teddy Riley. <laughs> can you hear me or no? You can't hear me at all? Yeah, I can hear you. I just, okay. my earbuds, they must have just connected. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Girlcast Sports. We are live. Why are you so low? What do you mean so low? It's low. What? I can't hardly hear you, but it's cool. Keep going. Sorry. You can mess with your flow. So it's a little low, but I, I can hear you. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. It's new technology. That's what we do. It's just the virtual world. But trying to say it's so happy West Coast Wednesday. Right. But anyways, we're back. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm exhausted. I just got done with a um, five and a half mile run walk on the strip. You guys, look at you with your little girlfriend sticker on your red cup. Okay. Yeah, I'm branding everything today. Go ahead and put the cash app up too, because you know <laughs> that's what you we do. Know. There we go. So you said you you did a, a walk jog, uh, five and a half miles. You know, for anyone that's not here in Las Vegas, um, it's pretty much bare around here. Um, the strip is completely closed. Nobody is around. And you can literally go up and down the strip without bumping in, without seeing anybody. Like I literally probably saw three people that weren't cops that were kind of blocking um, certain entrances or exits or whatnot. So oh, okay. that was that was kind of yeah, that was kind of cool. You know, oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I've um, done that before too. It's called the Rock and Roll Half Marathon. Uh, 13 miles. I will never do that again. But I liked running down a strip that was closed. All you had was the the asphalt and it made for a good run path. So okay. I don't think I could run on the concrete. I can never do sidewalk run. I always have to run on the asphalt. Yeah, so it was good. Um, I'm tired. I literally, my hair's still wet because I just jumped out the shower. So um, we're glad that everybody's here. Please share the podcast right now. We are live. You can start a walk party. You can share with Yes, I already did. We're going to do it for sure. Yeah, get on and subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll post it later. You can subscribe and like. Get into our Girl Test Sports group that's here on Facebook as well. Yep. Um, we'll definitely be talking about the WNB draft that happened over the weekend or on Friday. We'll talk about the NFL draft coming up tomorrow. It's finally here, a virtual NFL draft. And we'll also get into uh, quarantine life because we're now on what, 36? Day 36 here in Las Vegas? Day, Jerome Bettis Day, the bus Jerome day. Bettis day. Jerome Bettis Day. Jerome Bettis Day. We'll 36. also be talking about <laughs> my bulls and the last thing. Because if you haven't seen it, I don't know what's happening. But it's amazing. I'm no, everybody out. saw it. Everybody saw totally, it. I literally am just waiting. I, I've been waiting for three to come. There's no Dennis Rodman episode, so I cannot wait for three. Well, the thing, what's I can't wait either. I can't wait to hear the story on Dennis Rodman, and I cannot wait uh, 
just for the whole thing to actually end. Like, I just want to see the end result of all of this because it's just chronologizing so much stuff that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into it. I mean, it, it, some stuff just took me out, just took me under the whole Scotty Pippen thing. Like, it, everything was just, yeah. It was good. It was really good. It's very entertaining. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. And I, I feel like every day is um is Friday. Or every day is like I, I don't know what day it is. I wouldn't have known it was Wednesday if I didn't know it was podcasting. Yeah, I mean, the days run together and the time does go by really fast. Before you look up, it's the afternoon and that kind of thing. So it, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy how, how time is running. It's, it's I mean, lot. we're already coming to the end of the week and this is just hump day. I feel like it was just Sunday. Like, literally, I feel like we just watched this documentary and can talk about it. Like, we just literally watched this, like, yesterday. Like, really? It was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was yesterday. For real. <laughs> It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It is. Um, so, so we've got a couple guests lined up for today. Um, I'm trying, uh, hopefully, I think we've got two. We've got one for sure right now. Again, if yeah, you guys ever I, wanted to join in on our podcast, you're welcome to email us at gmail uh, at girlchatsports at gmail.com. Send us an email. We can figure out what's a good day or time for y'all. Um, Shout out to Jose V. Shout out to Jose V. We'll get into him uh, and Vegas Sports Daily. They had a great um, interview over the weekend with one of the with the only Las Vegas Aces draftees. Shout out to Arlington Lane out here. And yeah, shout out to Arlington. Out. I see that. Yeah. Shout out to Sports Nista on my watch party. Hey, girl. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we were texting back and forth about. <laughs> well, we were talking. We were talking about typhoid Mary, but oh. I never heard. Ty- I hadn't heard typhoid Mary in I don't know years. Oh goodness gracious! Decades. What in the typhoid Mary is going on? So she and I were chatting about that. But you also, uh, we I know we can talk a little UFC too. Um, that two forty nine well, is going to happen about right now. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen in May, right? Like that's what they're pushing. May ninth. So you said it's happening May ninth. Yeah, but Amanda Nunes is not fighting. No. And that's, don't we all want to see that? That's the fight we wanted to see. That's what I said. I thought she was 249. I never knew Sherry to be 250. That's why when we were talking about that, I was like, she was 249, but she's not going to fight. Her opponent is not going to fight. Her opponent has been like training in Florida and whatnot. And I think with everything that's going on down here with the pandemic, that uh, she's declining on fighting because she'd have to quarantine herself. It'd just be a process, I guess, of. <laughs> getting in the fight so yeah. i don't know um well i think a couple of things on that is you know it's gonna be hard to start training because especially some of the gyms you don't know unless they're going through there and disinfecting everything yourself we're not sure how that's gonna work yeah you know? uh, we're not we we don't know that's the yeah. crazy thing about it we really don't know what's gonna happen or how it's gonna work or if it's going to be on this mystery island or not, if it's going to be a fire fest type situation, we don't know. You know what I mean? Just don't know. So. That's Natalie in the chat. Yeah. Um, our, we're going to get to the last dance spots towards the second half of the show. So watch the whole show. Welcome to go get to your drink or whatever and come back. But we're going to discuss some last dance towards the end. Right. 
and Natalie needs some red cup uh, with grilled cheese. So if we got you, hey, oh, we got you. I, I mean, this is like we're on sale. I am making a post. I promise today. Yeah, and I and I took a picture with my hat on today. I don't. I know it's so dark and dark it's my eyes, but no, it's fine. Yeah, that's it. This so both will be up, and when you do order a hat, we'll also send you uh, stickers as well as a magnet too that you can throw in your car, throw on your fridge, whatever. Anyways, let's get into it. We're gonna um, be joined by our girl Christy Sanders out in Ohio. I'm excited to have Ron talk about a little bit of WNBA draft and get her on here to see how she's handling quarantine life. You know what I mean? Hey! Hey! What's up? How are you? What's going on? What's going on, Chrissy? What's going on? Everything. Everything and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. How well, you look good. You? I mean, you know. Yeah, I know you, do. you look fresh face. You look really good. How's Thank you. Like treating you? It's been really good, actually, to be honest with you. Like, I've been, I, I'm almost on day 30 of this cleanse I've been doing, and I've been just, like, kind of getting my spiritual life right. Like, not religion, but, like, my actual spirit and, right. you know, cut alcohol, cut all the extra whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> stuff. Cut There's alcohol, nothing wrong with that. Ooh, yeah, just, just, just right now. Just right now. I'm not saying that forever, but I was like, I mean, I'm like, you got to have a little bit of clarity during this time so you can figure out, you know, what you want to do with your life, with your business, all that right. kind of stuff. So I just was like, and I've been running, lifting, you know, doing doing what I'm supposed to be doing for once. So <laughs> not fair. acting like a degenerate. Yeah, I, I honestly, Chrissy, gave up meat for the whole month of March prior to the pandemic occurrence. Like Did I just you? was like, I was like, give it up, try it out. I have a friend of mine that's vegan. We're going to try it out, see what it does and go from there. And I'm telling you, that was such a hard month for me because mm. A, for one, we're in this pandemic. So we're shopping for stuff. It's got to be seafood related, uh, veggie. Those are the prime things that's gone. People were just, you know, scooping yeah. up stuff. But yeah. I made to, I made it work. I was able to get some things and yeah. I'm back to meat now, by the way. That wasn't going to stop me. You know, I'm still meatless I, I, right you know, now. I feel oh. everything is good. And I still feel good now, but I'm just saying. The meat's, meat's a thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Maybe no more with it. You know what you guys need, though? What's that? I, I, I heard you guys talking about your merch deal. You know what? Y'all need some girl chat sports masks. We have some. I have. You know, go ahead and show it. It's in the car. I gotta grab it. I need to go grab mine. I need to grab mine. We do have them. Actually, shout out to Will Reed. Yeah, shout out to Will Reed because his one of his companies. He they actually make them, and so it's basically you can logo anything on. Right, and it's inexpensive. And I think like you just email the logo to something else, and it's totally inexpensive. Is it? Yeah. What's up, man? You. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you need to have, you know, your, your company on a mask. Hey, I, that's I'm not a quarantine. Yeah, you right? totally could. I should. I never even thought of that, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you totally could. <laughs> I'm so busy. Like, what? What'd you say? No, I said, I just like, you think about it, you gotta walk around with a thing over your face. Like, why not promote yourself or promote what you're That part. You know what I mean? I'm kind of guilty, but I have not been wearing a mask out, guys. <laughs> 
Have you been going out a lot? <laughs> like, no, I haven't. But when I'm running and stuff like that, I don't wear a mask. Well, yeah. like, I don't think exercising is not so super. It's more so like when you're in within the six feet of somebody oh, else or a grocery shop. I saw cyclists wearing masks. I saw runners wearing masks. It's a prep. It's a I can't breathe in them. Feel. You know, if you're running right, you're breathing through your nose and that kind of thing, and then you exhale out of your, your mouth. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, I'm one of those that I would probably run without the mask, but if it's kind of this thing where I'm seeing a lot of people, I probably would wear a mask and just make it yeah, happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think about the WNBA draft? Let's get into it. Did you... Um, so, I mean, like, I thought it was, I thought it turned out really good. Um, You know, I think, I thought, like, initially when I first, like, saw it happen, like, I didn't think, um, being totally transparent, I didn't think it was a great idea. And because I was like, listen, like, uh, why would we just give like a lot of these seniors lost so much, right? You mm -hmm. know, they they already lost their NCAA season. They lost all this stuff. Why are we taking away this opportunity for kids to, you know, fulfill that dream, walk across the stage, all that kind of stuff. But I think from, you know, a performance and an execution standpoint, it came out really good because it really allowed women's sports to take center stage. You saw that it was an average of 387,000 viewers. Uh, it was uh, the second highest, like, watched in the history of uh, ESPN for it it was um it, it was uh you know up 123% so it was definitely really good it drove a lot of uh, fan engagement i think which mm -hmm. was really lacking from the women's game when you look at it um because you definitely need fan engagement you need yeah. fans and things like that so i think that it really turned out pretty well yeah I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. I think the execution, I think it also personalized the players a little bit more. Got yeah. you kind of in that in look of their family, um, kind of the reactions of how the family feels. It just seemed a little bit more of a personal thing. Like you were in the living room too watching, like they were just in the living room watching. Like it was a shared experience. So yeah, I thought it was executed really well. And I thought with Kathy Engelbert presenting the jerseys and it's not loud, you can hear her clearly, precisely. Right say welcome you know and i just thought that was still an amazing moment for them yeah it really you know? it really was and i think that it was indicative of where we're kind of going you know just in the world in general because all people want to do is just sit around and look at their phone in general right so you right. see the level of investment that has been you know in esports and stuff in the last couple of years and it's like to a degree are are people on to something and from the cost perspective you know like the e the the draft costs a lot of money to produce. Oh yeah. Right. I you know mean, what I mean? And if I yeah. can get the double, double the engagement, double the advertisement, all that kind of stuff with, with, you know, cutting operationals costs, will you continue? Maybe. Yeah. Just saying. That's one of those things. That's <laughs> so wild. But the funny thing <laughs> about this whole thing too, the whole funny thing about it was it originally supposed to be on ESPN too. And because of this now pandemic that happened, they were able to be on a larger scale and a larger viewership. You're saying 387,000 people watched, and that was like the second highest rated thing to to see. So that's historic within itself. And then, well, I think it was even the first in the last 16 years. It was number one. It's, a, it's like the highest seen uh, draft in the last 16. Years. Oh, really? Okay, so yeah, yeah, and I think it's the second, second rated in higher. ESPN history. Yeah. yeah. So even for that, I mean, for ESPN, though, that's still huge. Like that's like something that just was world yeah. stage that people didn't watch before they watch now, and they probably will grow fond of the games. 
Exactly. And we said it was probably like a, it's like the silver lining to quarantine. Like even though we're all absolutely at least it bumped them into having ESPN main coverage. I mean, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent on that for sure. And right. I enjoyed the draft. I feel like maybe they could have done a test run or two more. Like, I, I, what's her name? The one that was asking all the follow-up questions after uh, who was in Utah? You know, um, thing. Um. Anyway, I know who you're talking about her. that lady that was doing a post interview. Yeah. Yeah. So I just felt like the transition from Kathy saying, "Hey, you drafted blah blah blah," and then there was like this pause. Mm-hmm. And then you got yeah. some questions that didn't seem very natural or fluid. So that was one thing that I, I didn't really care for. But I felt like the draft itself went well. There wasn't too many hiccups regarding, like, the internet issues. Um, right. No, we didn't I have the pretty- hacking. We didn't have the hacking, you know. We didn't have the right. hacking. We didn't have any of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, so what do you think as far as the draft now? picks go, the draft order? Because some things were a little out of order. We didn't expect that same lineup to go like the way it did. We expected Sabrina Ionoscu, but after the, the third draft pick, it just changed. It just went to a whole it, – it flipped. Because even I can attest to our 33rd pick of who we got, you know, congratulations on all that. But we weren't necessarily looking for a power forward. We have one. But I think they were looking for shooting guards. And a lot of teams were trying to get certain players, and it just didn't fall that way. It was very interesting, especially with the Wings having – the most picks possible. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like it uh, kind of manipulated some of the picks. In my well, opinion. yeah, and I mean, and you've seen like in the last couple of years, though, there's been a lot of like player movement within the WNBA and with a lot of free agency that kind of like didn't used to be there. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, um, you know, so I think to a degree when you have a lot of player movement and we've even seen in the men's game, like not just basketball, but football in general, too. Like, right. you know, you see all these superstars moving around. And, and I think a lot of times in trades, people throw draft picks in and they're like, like it's an afterthought, like an IOU. You know what I mean? But right. Then, like when it comes down to it, you know, and then especially if you have it like a couple seasons out or something like that. But when it comes down to it, like you said, it can get a little tricky. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of teams can use it to their advantage. It can say absolutely. A little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like uh, that that usually wasn't before. Um, and so I think that with the women's game, you're starting to see a lot of that those kind of like factors come into it, which I think yeah. make it interesting for for fans, you know, and like, to your point, I think that I thought it was an interesting pick, <laughs> Las Vegas's pick, but I mean, yeah. she, she does have a, um, she does have a, a skilled uh, three point shot, which is really good. And then when you think about it too, um, you know, Ty Young isn't returning. Um, right. So like at that point, and, and she's a, she's a guard, not a guard. She's a forward with a similar forward. size. And so with Ty Young not even being there, there's a level of defense that's missing, yeah. you know, um, in it. So if she can find some type of way to, you know, hone in on that three point shot, be consistent with that. And then also, um, you know, be a little bit of a defensive help. I think she yeah. might be able to, you know, prove her value in the league. Well, that's what I was looking at it as, too. I was also looking at it as a defensive thing because I feel like as the Aces season had from last season, we didn't see enough of that. We did see a lot of defensive energy and intensity from Liz Cambage, too. But, at, at, again, she can turn into a hothead and that'd be detrimental. We have no back, no second man to come out and kind of work that to a certain degree. Well, shout out to so. Liz for resigning this Oh, year, yes, she resigned. Today. So shout out to Liz on that. Right, she did her, today. You know yes. what I mean? But we had no answer for her uh, if she got sat. So, 
this this would be yeah we'll see i mean they just got to try out we don't know if we, we they get her or not but and yeah, we don't know sure. if they do keep her if they do get her do they keep her or if she gets traded within season startup um you well, just never know once again once again like the third round of the draft is kind of like just pick somebody because you never know right right just yeah. like, turn into being all-star you never know yeah and you even have some people who don't even who don't even report the training cap like i remember a couple years ago it's like some people like you get to the third round of it people don't even report the training camp like they never right. play like, they don't even play in practice like you know so you it, it's a wild card but i think it's it's if that's what she wants to do, she wants to play. Um, I think that's probably the route to to get her the playing time is to you know be consistent on that three ball and be a little bit of help defensively. You know, yeah. I would get see the that. foot in the door. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. What do you think about where sports is headed? Like as far as I mean, WNBA season should be based. They should be in the gym right now practicing and getting ready mm-hmm. for you know for camp. Um, that's usually like the beginning of March. So yeah. we're coming around to, you know, I think the, the president um, had even mentioned like, you know, till the 30th of April, we've heard about, you know, people opening up sooner. Some states um, have decided to go on their own path. Yeah. <laughs> but now sure. it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I just can't. Just go to the, you know, beach, the, go to the last beach pandemic. They were the last one to close down and then the first one to open. Like, if that isn't just, anyway. Um, but that's only certain parts of Florida, too. I know Miami Beach is still on lock. They said they're not yeah. opening that. They're, that they're not even going to find open until, like, yeah, they're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, what it sounds like now they're looking at, like, maybe possibly June 5th is going to be more of, like, an opening time. Like, I think another month, we don't know for sure. What do you think is going to happen with sports? Like, do you think? I know MLB has talked about having like certain cities to have every league divided up into. The NBA has talked about having maybe just Vegas and have a tournament style that finishes the season. But do you think that WNBA will open up? Do you think they'll have a season this year? I mean, well, I think there's still a lot of uncertainty. I think one thing I really like about Kathy is how she has tried to um, lead and actually, you know, be a little bit of stability and keep as much normalcy as possible, even right. with even choosing to carry on with the draft. Like, because we saw even with the NCAA, they were like, look, cancel the tournament, cancel it all. Like, you know, and a lot of other, like, sports kind of went around about the same way. Um, as, as, like, I think that, you know, to – being totally transparent, I think that um, the biggest chief concern I have, like with with um, trying to even play the games without fans, is like when it comes down from a travel perspective and even just people engaging in general. Do we start a second wave of an outbreak even by having the players gathered together? Because you know, to a degree, like as long as there's a gathering of you know, basically five, 10 or more is still a problem. So like putting 12 players on the court, putting, you know and I mean? A bunch of people to go play football against each other, go and putting people on a soccer field. That's a problem. So until we kind of figure out, uh, you know, how to stop creating mass outbreaks, I don't necessarily think uh, it would be in the best interest of sports to continue or right. we're going to continue having this start stop scenario because you know even like you know just being in ohio like we were one of the first states to go on total lockdown you know yes as well as um you know nevada but the thing about the whole situation is that even if you go on lockdown for a month or two months once somebody gets infected they usually infect three to five more people 
So yeah. here we go again. You know, and they're predicting another outbreak in what September. Like yeah. Really, you know what I mean? So a second so wave, a total second wave and a total higher. <laughs> total you know, wave. Yeah. And second we didn't wave. Yeah. what happened with China. Like as soon as they started opening up bars again, it was a problem. So I think like we have to get to a, to figure out uh, I think unfortunately sports I feel like needs to be closed, you know, with a lot of other things until we figure out the proper treatment. I think you know? uh roll it to the new year. I mean as as mad as I am with the Lakers and their performance yes. and and how great they've done. That's it's done. Like that's I know. Yeah. That's not even Fresh. an option for us. Yeah. Because and they I were talking even with the NBA for each player to get Bowl. tested every week. They haven't even mentioned that in WNBA for the players to get tested every week. Exactly. Now imagine exactly. you going through all that. For right. what? And you're playing in an empty arena, playing against mm -hmm. it. So it's almost like, yes, we selfishly would love to see this happen, but is it going to be uh, practical enough for the players? Does it put them in another health risk because they're playing opposing teams? That And then you don't know if you're carrying. You don't know if you're asymptomatic right. to it. You just don't know anything with it. So I feel like it's still risky even playing against the opposite teams. And how convenient, not to get off the subject, but how convenient is it now that the NFL is announcing players that have it? Right. So right. if they're announcing the players have it now, because the NBA, as soon as that announced, it shut the sports world down. So now with the NFL, does that mean it's going to shut down more towards the fall? Like, are we not going to just even see this happening fall season with the players that are coming out and disclosing their, their status of this? You know, well, you it's know like, um, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, at least if, they, if the athletes in, in a sports were to pick up, we all knew that they were able to get the test before anybody else. And unfortunately, at least if they're going to get them, like, give everybody one and just give everybody in, in the league one test to know who can play and who can't. Let's just start. Like, if there's no Well, what if one of the opposing teams tests positive in that first week of starting for it? Shuts down again, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Wait, you, you can't even So if it shuts down mm -hmm. all over again, what's the point of us even starting up again? Why give us that week of a of a hope and then it shuts down again because somebody tested positive? <laughs> I mean, and to think about it too, just like God if, forbid, if but what? I mean, I'm feeling that's going to be the case scenario. We're going to start this up again, and then it's going to just be another letdown. And thinking about the prison systems, right, and how quickly the the disease apparently spreads. I mean, it's easy to spread through a football team. It's easy to spread through a basketball team. Oh, absolutely. Team. And, and then if you get it, I mean, if you have symptoms, you you definitely aren't running running anywhere. No, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so it's like at that point we have one team, like that's uh, one or two teams is totally out of competition. Like it just doesn't even make sense, right? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, selfishly, we want to, the sports to come back. We're being selfish yeah. at this point with wanting to see it, but it's just, is it realistic? Is it practical? And I think it's like I said, I hate for us to go back real. and say, oh, just, go ahead. It's about getting real about like the next, like, especially like I think about it from a branding and marketing standpoint all the time. Like, you know, because that's what I do. I'm thinking to myself, all right, now is really a time for players, teams and stuff to start uh, re rethinking about how they are engaging with fans. You know what I mean? So like, right. this is a real good time because it's like the normal revenue channels that you thought that you had have been kind of uh, cut. So essentially like the ticket sales, you know, the merch sales, all that kind of stuff like that, that, that usually drives engagement. 
engagement and, and it's really going to have to go into a digital perspective. Like, I mean, you even see like um, a lot of uh, players going on lives and things like that. There's going to have to be a lot more focus on digital partnerships, mm-hmm. um, ways that you can engage with players from a virtual perspective. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, surprise uh, the whole cameo thing. Um, Cameo should be blowing up right now. So I think like to a degree is just like reimagining where the revenue is coming from. It's, it's probably going to be the chief thing. Because yeah, absolutely. Even if you can't put fans in, if you can't put fans in the seats, it doesn't even make sense to play anyway from a revenue perspective. I mean, even though you definitely know you can broadcast it and all the media right. deals and all that. But all I'm just saying is you're losing a major revenue mm-hmm. stream. Just by yes. not having it, so yeah, we know the WNBA needs all that. They need to be able to get their revenue up anyway. Because they haven't made yeah. any money. I mean, even our team locally, from what I understand, has been in the red this whole time. They have not turned a profit yet. So you're absolutely right as far as going virtual. And dare I say, this might be the new normal going further for or going futuristic as to how we look at sports or how sports is being viewed and the output of it. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christy, so. why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've got going on? Um, promote, you know, feel free to take this time to talk about your business. Um, I know you've got your podcast that was interesting when I, I listened to a little bit ago, but give us your, <laughs> this is your platform. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think like one of the major things that I've been doing, too, is um because uh, I've, I've basically another thing that I've been doing in quarantine is I've been taking the time to really retool what um I've been doing, because, um you know, being totally transparent, I think that the next opportunity to help athletes is not going to be from the traditional representation model that everybody's been doing, but it's going to be, you know, from a business partnership perspective where you're basically working on the actual um, business of the player. Um, and, and when I say that, I mean the player being the business itself. So you've seen a lot of things that was, you know, done with LeBron and stuff like that. And I can't really say a lot because there is some legal stuff that I am changing. So like, but there is going to be, um, you know, a major, a major launch of uh, something pretty interesting that's going to help players transition a little bit better after sports at the end of the year. So, you know, stay tuned for that. That's all I'm going to say. Well, shout out to Mike Dixon. He said, you're very pretty and smart. I'm putting him on blast. (laughs) And I quote, Chrissy Sanders, so pretty and smart. Shout out, Mike. No lies. Did you? Yes, listen, we're running down the strip. And I'm like, oh, my God. At first, I thought it was his brother, Marquis, because he had a hat on, and you could tell his hair is long. You know, Mike don't wear his hair long. So I was like, yeah. oh, it's his brother. So I'm like, and, you know, I told him, I was like, that's, you know, oh, boy, it's his brother that was taking pictures of us in the studio for our show on Vegas with Daily. And then we saw him again on the way back, and I was like, yeah, tell Mike hi. He goes, I am Mike. Like, oh. <laughs> the whole time and that was Mike Dixon. You played yourself. <laughs> Here's the deal, Mike. I'm so sorry. People ain't recognize. Listen, you always, you guys know Mike Dixon would come with a, with a sharp haircut, right? So he always had a hat on and he had a mask on too. So I couldn't, all I could see was his eyes, and I, I just assumed I saw hair that in a hat that it was his brother. Mike's out there running around looking like a barge. Come on, Mike. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. Well, Chrissy, 
Thank you so much. Where can people find you if they're on Twitter or Instagram or whatever? You could just follow me on Twitter, Chrissy Sanders 8, um, you know, and then, you know, my company Team Next Play at Team Next Play. So that's on Instagram, yeah. but, you know, because I'm not about to run two Twitter accounts. So <laughs> I'm just, I just wasn't built like that. I just uh, wasn't. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, Thank well, you so, so much for jumping on us. Thank you, yeah, Chrissy. Thank it was good talking to you. We, we got to back on again. You. Stay safe. All right. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Hey. Hey. So that was dope. Oh, that was dope. Mike said true story. I believe it. Mike, you probably running around. I'm telling you, you, <laughs> you said his hair grew out. You said he is Mike. Listen, he his hair like, oh, was like, it was, you know, men out here can't get no haircuts. So he had, and they had a hat on and he had one the medical mask. So I'm thinking like, it just, I felt like it was his brother, but. I didn't know. I just felt like, oh, okay. So, but I'm running. I'm exhausted. It's hot outside. And on the way back, of course, he's there again. And I'm like, what's he, so what's he doing out there on the strip? What was he doing? Uh, well, I think you might be stay tuned to Vegas Sports Daily or guys at Vegas Sports Daily because I think there's going to be something they're going to talk about tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll have to get. I see our another our other guest has checked in. I yes, come on, Steven Senior, bring it. I don't know if he's on visually though yet. Yeah, maybe even the car. <laughs> um, before we get to before we get to Stephen, um, shout out to Don Allen checked in. Um, your hey, mayor, okay. He said um, that our mayor is a real Ahab. He said what? Well, you know Karen Goodman's her whole thing today. It, oh, and he said what did he say though? A real asshat. Oh yeah. Hey, your mayor, and I'm telling him that it's it's your, your mayor. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't vote for her, so I don't know. I mean, it I is the mayor of Las Vegas, but she's a mascot. We already knew this what it, what it was. I mean, if you didn't know who she was, and if you've never been to an event where she's publicly spoken, this is no mm-hmm. new verbatim, okay? And uh, if you if you're wise and slick to see through that and know that she's just a mascot of photo ops for the city, take it as that. That's all. That's all we have for her. That's that's our face of Vegas. It's like when we, uh, for example, when Nordstrom opened up, Mayor Goodman was there. Shout out to him, you know. And the girl, the Vegas showgirls, and you had Mr. Wayne Newton, and it's the Vegas thing, you know. Should we be taking that serious to what she said? Um, it's it's scary. It's scary. Just terrible, and she's a real piece of work. So yeah, it's it's scary though. It's scary because I feel like a lot of that can be problematic of what you say, and that just (laughs) sets us back even more. You know, especially if you go on not knowing a plan. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But anyway, I got ready. She talked about Tyson Boy Mary, honey. I ain't heard type of and legionnaires. I don't know where where Stephen. That's all I can say. Typhoid Mary. That's my new word. (laughs) (laughs) I see your comments. (laughs) Donnell, it's not unbelievable. Stop it. I I hate that y'all be cheering these folks and thinking that they really know. No. This This is who it's been. Come on. Y'all know this. Don't act surprised. It is sad, but don't act surprised. We know what it is. Hey, Sabrina. Yeah. Sabrina, my girl in St. Louis. Oh, I think we got, I think we may have him back. Let's see. Oh, okay. hey. There he is. Hey, what? What's up? 
Thank What's you. happening? How y'all doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. Are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I for Tuesday night, Wednesday night. I'm good. I'm good. I just saw your message. What's up with y'all? Listen, I'm like, yes, just click that. You in the car? What are you having? It's quarantine time, sir. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm in my car. That's, you know, I, I need to because I left my earphones at home. I was out running for errands late, and uh, and I left my earphones. But, you know, I, I, I think y'all can hear them. I mean, we, we wait till you get to the house, too, if you want. I mean, unless the car is your private yeah. sanctuary. You know? <laughs> no, no, y'all are, no, I, well, I can't, I can't drive and be on the air, Mo. Oh, That's you're literally like out, driving, out. I thought you, like, pulled up to your house and drive away, because you had told me that you left no, your no. phones. I figured you was home by now. Not trying to clock you like that. No. Time. God. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, no, I'm not trying to clock nobody. You know that. But anyway, um, we were gonna get into the NFL draft, but I oh, did we lose it? Apparently, he got hey, scared because I threw out there that I was gonna clock him. I'm not clocking him. I just knew from the time that he said he left his headphones at work, I assumed he was at. He was headed home, and he was already home. I mean, you don't got to push it if your phone ain't going to make it happen. Hello? He might come back to us. There he is. I love it. There he is. I don't know what's going on. Hello? You know what? First of all, I need people to have... I had this conversation just a few hours earlier no about Verizon <laughs> and how dope Verizon is. What, what happened? What you laughing at? What happened? Steven, can you hear us? You got some Teddy Riley stuff right now. Are you? Can you hear yeah. us? You really got some Teddy Riley stuff. He can't hear us. Can you hear us? Hopefully, he can hear us. So anyway, we're gonna talk about the draft. If he, if he, yeah, just cricket. you guys. I know it's more money. I know it's a tad bit more. I know it's a tad bit more, but it's right. worth it. I don't worry about these kind of complications. We're sitting in our homes like babyface, prepared. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Prepared. We about this life. We already know what our service can do. Oh, he's coming back. I don't know. Uh -uh. Sprint merge with T-Mobile. Pray that it works out. Yeah, that's the problem. problem. Spring T-Mobile merge. You got us, uh, you got us, sir. You got us. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. I, if if I'm messing y'all up, just take me up. But okay. No, no, no. I don't. Want I, to. Mo, I, 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 Mo. Hey, hey. Uh, last time I tuned in, Mo was uh, proclaiming herself to look a little rough. Now she got some makeup on and lipstick and everything. And <laughs> okay. you, you thought my hair was a hat. Sir, uh, hey, for the natural hey. that's a very offensive hey. remark. I'm just letting you know. Hey, hey. it's the end. I didn't know. <laughs> really? 
My bad. My bad. I didn't. I couldn't see the screens. Was the screens was small, see, Mo? I couldn't see. That's why a lot of women. You know, I'm not gonna get into this a little clear about the women in natural hair moves and stuff. I'm not gonna. Oh, get into oh, it. I'm yes, not please. Get into it. I'm gonna let it go. Uh, please. I will accept her. I will okay, accept okay. Her explanation. <laughs> I will not take it as an excuse. I'll accept. I'll accept the explanation, and we'll just move on amicably. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a, a scarf. Uh, 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 I have uh, my hat on me. Let's let's get into it. Try to save a couple of. Yeah, okay. okay. Because you did t you did uh, bless us with your cash app and um, donated and I yeah, see, see, so I'm not gonna, I'm see, not gonna let it. I'm not gonna let it. I'm not see, gonna it, you know get see, to the quarantine. Did you buy it? Huh? I I gave towards the scrunch. I gave yeah. towards the scrunchy. And I gave toward new earphones. Yes, and my headphones. Ah, 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 we want to talk yeah. about uh, right craft, on. and we're going to talk to about here. a little bit about the last dance. We'll probably talk a lot about that, but we want to just talk about this NFL, this NFL draft that starts Thursday. The last dance. Oh, the last dance. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last yeah. Uh, my bad. Okay, now we can yeah. breathe now. No, That's cool. no, no, I, no, no. Those, those are closed, and I don't go. So yeah, I, I don't do that. But okay, I just thought, I was like, wait a minute, that was gonna be an interesting topic. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what are you thinking as Last, far as it's Thursday with the draft and everything? What, what are you Well, at? you know what? I, I last thing I heard, my team is the 49ers, You know, right. bang bang, and. Um, and I heard last day was trying to trade out of the team spot, which means uh, either our guy is going to be taken and they knew it, or they're, you know, um, I guess they're just trying to get more draft picks. But uh, I'm hoping we go for a wide receiver, but it don't look like that. It seems like we've tagged a a cornerback. Seems like we tagged a cornerback uh, out of Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I, I hate I, I kind of hate watching that stuff because your team never does what you would hope they do. You know, yeah. they, they never do. They never I, do. And they don't care. You know, they, they, they don't care. They don't no, I, care. I hate I hate it. I, I haven't. You know what's amazing? I haven't watched a, a NFL draft since we drafted Alex Smith because I was so upset with that draft pick. Um. And I, I, I never, I haven't watched one since. I was, I was so. Wow. Well, I watched them every. Well, I watched them the last handful of years since I've become more into football, of course. And I'll continue to watch them. I watch them even on Saturday when it's round three through seven. Because here's also the reason why. You know, Pete and John. My guys with Seattle, they be doing some work. Like they turn yes. two picks yes. into twenty, and before yes. you know, we got some guys that are power and they yes. got dropped to the fourth and fifth round. Yes. So I'm excited to see what happens this year. I'm sure we haven't kept a first round pick that we were assigned for I don't know how many years. Last year we had our last year we had Richard Penny, I think, and that one was one that we actually got in another deal. That pick was, but. Uh, Listen. Well, we're and I don't know what we're looking at. They're talking about uh, looking at some quarterbacks. Gruden still wants another quarterback. I think we need to be shopping with wide receivers. 
Uh, if they yeah. do, they're yeah. still looking. I mean, the fact that Raiders are even trying to reach out to a Jalen Hurts is is fathoming to me. I find it very interesting that they're reaching out. And they're reaching out for another kid, uh, a couple of people that are on the quarterback hunt. But I don't know if we'll get to that part being number nine. I think, if anything, we need to try to get to C.D. Yeah. Lamb as quick as possible. If we can get that Jerry – what is it, Jerry Jerry? That would be great for wide receiver, but we're not going to get Jerry, Judy. Yeah, Judy. We're not going to get yeah. Yeah. I think C.D. Lamb fits nah. our system a little bit better, and hopefully they can go for that and try to trade up to get him or trade down. But the ninth pick is – And what's the Raiders the pick? Huh? Would the Raiders pick ninth? Yeah, we're ninth and twelfth. Okay, I okay. saw the mark, and and CD Lamb was set to go to the Cardinals before. I that. know they were looking at him too, but I don't know. Uh, That's why I said tell it's going to be interesting to see. Tell you something: if they get CD Lamb, if the Cardinals get CD Lamb with what they have, they picked up DeAndre Hopkins. I know they're going to be a problem. They are going they to be. be a, they going to be a real. They're going to be the bottom of the NFC West for a little while, so it's time for them to get back. I think the Rams are slipping down. And it looks like it's going to yeah. be another yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be definitely a huge problem, though. Yeah. They get to see them. It's going to be a problem. It is. So, it is. What do you think about the – what do you think about – Did y'all watch them? Huh? Well, I wanted to ask you your thoughts on the – Well, go ahead. Go ahead. With the draft being virtual, because we all know it was supposed to be here in Las Vegas. It was supposed to take part the Bellagio Fountain, the Lean Promenade, Caesars. Everybody had their hand in the pot. It was going to be a big showcase. We're now just sticking to viral or virtual drafting. It sounded like on Monday they already had an issue with some of the technology just with the first yeah. round of the bank. Okay. So yeah. what do you expect from this draft? Do you foresee there being actually some, some, some bigger issues with the technology? Teddy Riley going for regards to how many hits he got, he gonna be known for the next few years for all his problems. He was going up against a heavyweight, and and that wasn't his division. He got it was not his division. Thank you, thank you, Steve. That's not his division. It was not his division. His division, if it wasn't such a scumbag, would be R. Kelly. That's his division. So everybody that went, so, so everybody that went to that, everybody that went to that, either was gonna go for a new jack thing, they wanted upbeat tempos, or they wanted some slow jams. But I'm sorry, every if you if you're doing hits for hits, Babyface hands down has all the hits globally. Oh, yeah. I'm the, not the, the grab back is too deep. I'm not talking about within the R&B community or hip hop community because that's more Teddy Riley's thing. Like you hear Keith Sweat, but you don't hear him as a global like icon. Yeah. Like what a Tevin Campbell yeah. putting out stuff or anything of this other exactly. Tony Braxton or, or Whitney Houston. I mean, he had so much in his bag. He didn't even pull the John B bag out yet. Exactly. He didn't even pull the John B exactly. bag. Exactly. Done deal. It was done when he did that, that, that Tevin Campbell, Karen White, then one of the two occasions. It was done after oh, that, honey. It was, it was I told a, people, I said, remember, he was oh, in the deal with two occasions. Yes. Don't forget that. Yes. You pulled that yes, bag out. Uh, you didn't pull the after seven bag out yet either. You did. Oh. You, you, you have bangers, and you didn't pull out the TLC bag. You didn't pull out none of that stuff. You, yeah, he was up special, yeah. He did Red Light Special. He did that one, but he didn't do the rest of yeah. them. And that's why I say that whole match should have been Teddy Riley uh, against uh, R. Kelly or uh, seeing Babyface against um, 
Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, no, that's that's a heavyweight because battle. They got right that whole Janet Jackson bag, and you go to yep. Control and Rhythm Nation. It's a whole, you know, it's about tit for tat. We're talking about the global yeah. scale, and Babyface's yeah. level is more global than Teddy Riley's is. Yeah, but either Baby way, we're just roll out number one. To dismiss it. Well, no, one of the things I thought of, you know, like I told Mo when we were listening to it, I was like, I feel like the Teddy Riley for even though that's still our age, is kind of like that under 40 group that they kind of felt like they're in the club Teddy Riley songs going on, whereas a lot of yeah. 40 and up were really feeling on Baby. You know, the younger kids know Baby too, but Baby Faces, songs from those are so eternal, like they will be around. It just reached a larger mass audience and it's more yeah. of a universal translation than you would a Teddy Riley. The cut to yeah. when he brought out when he brought out the guitar though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the man is a talented writer and musician. I mean, I don't think Baby Face is the best singer, but he can write songs and he can carry a note. That's pretty much as far as it goes yeah. with him. But yeah. like I said, he's so intersectional globally that you've got other nationalities knowing exactly who Babyface is and can name yes. hits for hits. Yes. When you get to Teddy Riley, it's a certain niche. It's that r and community. It's that, he yeah, we know a few he things. Drop, he didn't even drop the Madonna joint. He what? He, he didn't even get to the Madonna joint. He didn't even he didn't get, get to the Madonna, Madonna joint. Take a bow. Shout out to Cicero. Cicero like, he ain't got to pull Madonna out. I said, Yes, he does. If he pulls out Secret and all of those oh. songs he produced on her album, everybody's going to know what it is. That's, yeah. that's case closed. It's a, it's a rap. Yeah, it's a rap. I it's mean, rap. these verses are very entertaining. <laughs> a lot of them are not as evenly matched as they should be. I feel like the best one uh, that had a good match was Sean Garrett and Dream and uh, RZA and DJ Premier, which even to me, Premier is that guy. That was a hard one, too. I probably wouldn't have put him with Premier. I probably would have done him a little lower on that. Exactly. Exactly. Premier, Premier's exactly. a legend. Like, I could go on this. I mean, we just went from girl to chat. I thought we, we went into a complete... Yeah, but I mean, I could go on and on about some of the music. Some of the music person, I love music. Yeah. Like, yeah, I listen yeah. to it all. And I just know yeah. the levels of people's talents. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Let's bring it yeah. back real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Okay. You know, the virtual draft. Yeah, you, uh, you know what? I, I think the greatest problem is going to come when they want to do trades. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be probably hilarious for us watching because, like, that was a great reference to say it's going to be like Teddy Riley because it's going to be a lot of they they had like you said they had glitches on the mock, and and I think the biggest problem is going to come with them trying to pull off. Uh, uh, drafts but it's not like the nba how you have to have four or five teams involved they just need one team you know most most nfl drafts uh is just you dealing with one team to to move back or move up you know so there, it's more simple than the nba draft but they i, I think they're still going to have have some problems and, and the nba draft is in june as well so they may have to look at this model that the nfl has and see how they can uh, uh, input it and 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 probably work with it and then see all the glitches that they have because they may be stuck doing the same thing uh, in June for the NBA draft. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the thing of it is, is when they do these drafts, like WNBA drafted, uh, they streamed on TV, but then they streamed on the social medias too, and they was yeah. even having yeah. little like all of that. So when you look at NFL, like you said. And it streams on all these different virtual platforms. It's going to be on Twitch. It's going to be on TikTok. It's going to be all this live stuff. 
you don't know what to expect as far as glitch concerns go. And you, and you yeah. pray that it's not as detrimental, but you may miss a few because that's probably what they're going to do. They're going to speed up probably mid-range picks and just list them and probably not go yeah. through the entire process if well, the glitches do happen. It sounds like they're actually, like, they're, they kind of have, like, that philosophy, like, they're not going to jump over somebody else if there is a glitch. They're going to give them the time to still fix it or make that pick. They're not going to just jump them because their time ran out, and for some reason there was a glitch and they couldn't get their, their pick in. So, like, so well, you know, they before they... Can, you can, they can say that, but they can't guarantee that. You know what I mean? But that's a yeah. good notion to have. I don't know if that's guaranteed, though, that that will happen. Allegedly, they're um, supposed to give them 10 minutes. Allegedly, they're supposed to give him 10 minutes this draft instead of the normal five that they have on the clock uh, in order to, to compensate for for glitches or anything like that. But they're so secretive, you know, right. <laughs> that, that that's the thing. They're so secretive. And I understand you don't want anybody to know what you're doing, so nobody takes your guy and all that. But, you know, I, I don't understand why these GMs and the guys were complaining because if, if you don't have your draft board, by, I guess, February, you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing because you should already know by by April who you want to draft or May, who early May, who you want to draft. You should already know. You know, I mean, uh, uh, February and March, like early March, you should already know who you want to draft. Your draft board yeah, should know, already be ready. The, I mean, I know that you already had your eyes on players. You probably watched a lot of players play prior to the quarantine thing. But the quarantine messed up a lot of pro days. People being able to get yeah. out there and at least be able to yeah. you know, get out So all they can do is look at tape or whatever. They can go off from the past. Yeah. Some of them are going to the field. Yeah, but they have to find, you know, people. I, I correct the, the terminology, but they have to find someone that actually is licensed, not licensed, but is a, an authority and being able to time them and judge them for their videos to send to all these different um, teams. Like, well, we have an advantage with that for the Raiders. We got that with Mike Mayock. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm before, and he said he mentioned that. I'm, you know I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in what happens with uh, two attack of law from Alabama and how that okay. works out because uh, this actually both hurts and helps him in a sense of not being able to be looked at by doctors. Uh, that's what helps him, and, and it hurts him at the same time because they don't know. Because if you pass on him. And the dude turns out to be, uh, as I think, he's going to be a great pro quarterback. You had a chance right. to get him and you passed. Or, you know, the flip side is you take him with your, like, if the Dolphins take him or if the Lions take him and he, and he turns out not to remain healthy, then, then you know, you kind of wasted a draft pick. But the quarterback is the toughest position to draft Oh, for. yeah. You know, I, well, it's going to be a quarterback draft. That's why I'm very curious to see how this is going to pan out with all of these yeah. uh, top-notch players that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. What do you think about the trade with uh, – what do oh, you think about the trade? about that with our man Gronk. Okay. Gronk. Yes. The White Tiger, that was on uh, – what's the singing show? The Mass Singer? Our White Tiger? Yeah. Um, he's now going to be a yeah. Buccaneer. So he went from a patriotic retiree to a white tiger to now looking here. <laughs> that that baffles me because that's basically what we're talking. And so now you're looking at the tiniest possible what's gonna happen to Exactly. I would take OJ to New England. I would take OJ Howard. 
I would take O.J. Howard over Gronkowski any day of the week. I don't care who's quarterback, and he's big, he's strong, he's fast. He's he's a, he's the prototype to to Kittle out of Frisco, uh, and Metcalf himself the same same type of thing, big and fast. Um, I, I don't know. But Tom Brady is not gonna want OJ. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's a yeah, Brady but, uh, So if OJ yeah. Brown decides to leave, you know that would be a, a great poetic justice for him to go to New England. I was just shocked at the fact that you were so hurt uh, physically that right. you needed to retire, but now you're all of a sudden better a year later that you want to come out and play. Oh, what man, put you killing it on his fitness on his IG? He's going in beast mode. Like you're seeing a Gronk that I I've never seen. Like what are we what are we proving here? Well, you got to mess with some time. Not too long ago, he was chugging beers and doing whatever. He's not on the TV twelve method. That's for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. He I'm, I'm sure, sure he saw boy going to Florida and was like, huh? Well, that would be a valid place to have another year at. You know, like. Yeah, for so somebody that claims it's for somebody that claimed they don't drink and this and that, whatever. Right. Yeah. He's always claimed he never drank alcohol. Whatever. But we'll see what the distraction brings for him in Florida and playing, because that's going to be interesting to watch too. Uh, Frisco plays them in in uh, Florida. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, uh, we we got them before we gonna beat up on Dallas. We got them. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm with that. I mean, I'm with that too. Like, lose, everybody get rid of those cowboys. I'm, I'm happy person. All right, so okay. let's move quickly over to the last dance because we're gonna run out of time pretty soon. But I want to make sure we kind of just address a little bit. This is what I've been waiting for, and thanks. I mean, like I said, it's probably one of those silver lining things. Had it not been for quarantine, we'd be waiting until June to see this. But because quarantine happens. ESPN, everybody realizes it's the prime time to get out there. And bam, yeah. we've now yeah. seen the first two episodes of Last Dance covering the Chicago yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I read this book called uh, two books, Rare Air and More Rare Air, and they were written by the guy that's actually in the second episode in the uh, I forget his name, I'm sorry, but he has a he has the light blue button down. He he wrote both books. And and really most of those first two shows, uh, in my opinion, was was covered in the book in the books that I read. But uh you know Playing with Jordan, um, you know, when people beat, and, and the whole thing, if we put, people understand what playing with Jordan is, when somebody says, like, if, if we all on a team and, 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 and Melissa's a star, they're not going to say, they're not going to say we beat Steven Sr. now. They're going to say we beat Melissa now because she is right. the GOAT. She is the alpha. She is the star. She is the TV draw. And, and most of his competitiveness, and and that drive and practice that they had that he was getting on people is because they say that we're not going we we didn't beat Steven Senior and Monisha we beat Melissa you know even if she wasn't playing even if she had a bad game they didn't care we needed to beat Mike you know because of the torture that he put on different squads he put on Indiana who could probably have a title had he not came back. Um, 
you know, and Carl Malone and, and the Jazz, they probably would have a title, but they ran up against Mike. Uh, it, 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 it was amazing watching. And I think it's going to get even. I, I thought the first two shows might have been even kind of weak because they just focused really on Jordan. The whole Pippen thing was what it was. Uh, that was kind of heartbreaking to watch with the whole Pippen yeah, thing. Yeah, that kind of took me out. That, that really kind of yeah. surprised me. Yeah, but but, 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 but you know what? Chicago were saying that was the norm, and that was pretty much what it was as far as at that time. That was kind of what they looked like. Because again, Jordan didn't get his money early on either. You know, he didn't get it until that. Yeah, exactly. Was like thirty three exactly. Compensating, but you got to understand even with Scotty Pippen going nobody was signing seven year deals back then. Like that's what was exactly exactly. That's the thing, and even if he was smart enough to think within the four years and see what Rodman and those were making, that he could have said, "Let let me go back and renegotiate." But that's a contract; it's locked in. That's it. There's no negotiation. That's that's pretty much what it is, unfortunately. But it's the same. And he also. he also yeah. didn't have he also he also didn't have any leverage. Michael Jordan was the only one with the leverage, and that's how Phil Jackson was allowed to stay because yeah. Michael wielded, wielded his leverage with them for Phil Jackson. Now, could he have spoke up for Pippen to get his money? Probably could have, but Pippen signed a bad deal. But he also said why he took the deal, and I got no problem with. It. But if you look up career salaries. Pippen made more than Jordan in basketball. Oh, yeah, his postseason. Scotty made over a hundred million. Michael great, made, especially when he was with yeah, Trailblazers. He was asking yeah. for fourteen. So, in the, yeah, so he was getting fourteen. Exactly. Them. Yeah. Exactly. Now. Exactly. He's not exactly. Exactly. To make a money mistake. Uh, my brother mentioned this, and he's right because I had looked into it when he was talking about Magic Johnson when he was nineteen years old, and how Converse had invited him for the endorsement deal. And he knew that that Converse was a big deal because, you know, Dr. J and all of them were Converse. But or but yeah. Nike came with him to him with the stock option by Nike stock. He didn't know what stocks were. So he took the deal with Converse, wow. Magic Johnson. Wow. Instead of taking wow. the early stock he, with Nike when Nike was up. And I think he still did okay, though. Huh? I still think Magic did okay, though. I don't know. That Nike stock is real. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, but Magic... How many Yeah, exactly. Magic Magic did okay. He did do okay, but he could have done more. He could have had that money. He could have had that money. Last chance, people. Last chance. Okay? We're not doing the Lakers right now, Mo. Last chance. I just said it. Huh? Well, I just decided another issue with the money game as far as Scott. I mean, we're already out. We're already out. We might as well just keep it rolling. We're already out. I mean, he said everything that, you know, pretty much we were all saying. I mean, we're not immediate on this. This has been like a regurgitated type talk. But what's your take on it being a Bulls fan, Melissa? Like, since you want to keep this going you because know, we, we, we know our take what do you feel as far as so far the documentary i love it where i love most is i've seen some people that are younger than us that have been like okay like i get it like i get what people have talked about and i think only seeing two episodes it hasn't given us the full spectrum but it gave us enough to be like ooh. and then the trailer came out or the little teaser with the rodman episode next week I mean, the Robin episode, that's going to yeah. be, that's like, that's all the tea and popcorn right <laughs> there. I think Robin's being transparent. I think what we're going to see yeah. is the more intimate yeah. things within the locker yeah. room. 
that we I don't, don't think see. He, I mean, he wasn't transparent in fact that he had his own life, but we don't know how it really messed with the team from the back. From well, that's the, what I'm saying. Behind. The interpersonal workings within the locker room and within the team. He was transparent, right. putting on that wedding dress and doing all the outrageous yeah, yeah. stuff as far Not as that. that. Him going but we're to not going to see yeah. for two days to go on vacation because Scotty's back. I'm yeah. Like, right. watched the video where they were interviewing Scotty and the, and the one of the reporters told him, hey, I think you just got traded to the Bulls. Yeah. And wow. he was like, really? Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. told him. And, and then he swapped hats. Yeah. And then, then he swapped hats with, with Old Polonies. And I think the Bulls made out like like fat cats on that yeah. trip. Like fat cats. Okay. And, and you know what? And I want to give a, a shout out to Jerry Krause in the sense that you know, he opened his mouth a few times and said some really bad things that, that he forever will be associated with him and why they showed him so much disrespect. My heart went out to him how they was talking to him. Uh, but, you know, you kind of create your own enemy uh, when you open your mouth and you say the things that he was saying. But the dude I thought was a very decent GM uh, for how he, he he's saw Scotty, he got Scotty. Then he later on drafted Horace Grant. Right. Uh, and he how he put that team together. I, I think he deserved more credit than a lot of the blame because to me all the blame belongs to Ryan. So I was actually a Bulls fan. I was a Bulls fan. Uh oh. We were doing something. Uh oh. That freeze. We should freeze when he comes my back. My favorite rebel of all time. Say that again. Yeah, he's fun. one of my favorite rebels. Um, yeah, you yeah. got? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was a Bulls fan before Michael got there because they had Reggie Theus, oh, who right. was a rebel, and my favorite rebel of all time. They had Reggie Theus and Sydney uh, Sydney Green from UNLV, and I was a Bulls fan before Michael got there. Shout but, out to Rocky. Uh, and of course, yeah. yep, he was a bull. Yeah. Shout out to her. Well, it's not sure. I don't yep. know if you can come from. I mean, here's the deal. I don't think, I feel like when we were watching this episode, um, Jerry Krause put that team together well. And he did an eye for talent, like Arlington said. But he, I think what happened was towards the, when, it, when the team started getting bigger than him, he had that small man complex. Like he had that short little man complex where now the limelight's not with him no more. He doesn't have, you know, the team has gotten bigger than he is. And so now it was time for him, you know, that and that's when the whole, you know, that's when everything kind of got got short and people started really, uh, you know, not doing so well. 
Charles Oakley could be a bodyguard for a lot of people, Arlington, for sure. University of North Carolina. So he's college going uh, for getting the draft and going. But you got these high schoolers out there that's totally skipping college going straight into NBA G League with some money in between. That's I, like I, text, I had mentioned before that um, what I really hope for is that there's people with in their organization that are going to help them. These are high school kids coming out with money. Like, they don't have the people around them that you would have in college with your advisors, your, co you know, all those people that really care about you as well as what you're doing for their school, the boosters, whatever. Now Where you're on do your money own. towards your investment? When you take care of your investment? I mean, at this point, they just want, they want to win. They're not, they're not investing on how well these kids are doing with their money, what they're doing with it. They want to make sure they're not going and getting in trouble. No, I mean, as far as those pieces of those players being an investment for them, as far as winning goes and bringing revenue in, wouldn't you want to take care of those kind of talented kids? Well, you're taking care of them and making sure they come in. You're, you want them to come in and practicing and playing and winning for you. You're not really caring if they're buying a fat chain or a new car. I mean, no, no, I, I get all that. I, I, hope I, they do. All that. I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope they do. Yeah, I get all that. No, they, yeah. So the Bucks will have two tight ends, Evans and Gronk. Did we just get an announcement that I don't know nothing about? What? Ken Golar, shout out to Ken. He just texted me. He said, so Buccaneers are going to get two uh, tight ends, Evans and Gronk. And I'm who? like, who? Evans. Evans the wide receiver. So Jay Howard is the tight end. So. Exactly. So I was like, who's Evans? Did you hear when I asked? Like, who's he talking about? He means OJ Brown. I know that's what he means. OJ Brown's not going to be able to say. <laughs> so the draft is tomorrow on ESPN. Um, I think it starts at 5 o'clock. The first round is Thursday. Friday is the second round. Saturday is the third. The seventh round. Yeah, so, shout out to Muffet Arlington. You're right. Muffet McGraw for Notre Dame is retiring. Muffet is a very outspoken coach in women's basketball. She has paved ways. She is our girl power moment. I will shout out real quick. Because Muffet, yeah, she deserves that. And and, and a Godspeed retirement for her. It's long, long, long overdue. She hung in there as long as she could. She's been a great inspiration. And she probably could still continue to further coach. 
It's just, you know, if you've got someone in, in mind specifically that can take the reins of your model, go yeah. on, live your life, girl. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, I have one thing I like, I would love to see where some of these people are. From oh, yeah, right yeah, that's dope. But there was this one girl, a little girl and her brother, and they were like, Mom asked if we wanted presents under the tree or to come see Michael Jordan study pivot and Dennis Rodman. Oh, she said that's, it. yeah, I remember that. That was so cute. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> I felt that when my girlfriend, uh, years ago, my best friend, she got um, either the option to go to a Michael Jackson concert or a Cabbage Patch doll. That's when the Cabbage Patch dolls were a bit crazy. So I get that whole trying to, to go see Michael Jordan. That's a huge thing. Yeah, in Chicago, I mean, Oh, they knew. What's going on here? I don't know. You're frozen. But you're cute frozen. I don't know. Just a frozen picture of Mel. Hello? Why are you frozen? I'm not, but you were earlier. I was. You were frozen. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I got you all frozen still posed up like. No, huh? Yes. I don't know. And then and you said well, I was frozen. Yeah, you, that's it. so funny. Now they can't hear us. Well, anyways, maybe that's our time to leave. I'm not sure what's going on right now. Um, but huh, that's funny. So we have the Girl Chat Sports hats. If you guys can hear me, we're selling our hats. Check it out. I'm posting them tonight, y'all. Yes. And if you're interested, so just send us through the Girl Chat Sparks. We're gonna get you um, some some also some some swag with some stickers and magnets and stuff. Um, make sure you follow Girl Chat Sports on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe on YouTube. You can rewatch this. Um, of course, we're also on like iHeart, Automatic, uh, Spotify. Apple All Apple. the good streaming services. We are Your on there. Your shirt looks good too. I like it. We're on there. Check us oh, out. Yes, and I got my little yes, my girl chat sports t-shirt representing. This is a new red cup by Girl Chat Sports. If you guys are interested, he needs a cup. It's gonna come with the red lipstick stain embedded in it. How's that work out for you and yours? Oh, you guys, we've had fun. I'm excited for next week to go over the last dance episodes three and four. Talk about what happened to the NFL draft. See where our teams came out with. I'm excited for the Seahawks this year. I'm sure you're excited for your Raiders this year. Allegiant Stadium got lit up and the lights were on finally. It was beautiful to see. I'm excited for your team. I like it a lot. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was a gorgeous sight. Um, some fans would disagree. Shout out to Gina because she hated on it. But I get it. You're a Broncos fan. So that makes sense. Well, yeah, that makes so, sense. So, I mean, the haters are going to hate. But the Allegiant Stadium is amazing. I, just I can't, can't wait, wait to see the game. I don't care if it's us. I don't care if I'm playing in there and if my team's playing there. I, I'm just excited to go. I'm excited to see. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what my I want to see my team. That's what I'm excited yeah. about. Yes, because it's our home base. So I definitely want to see our team. But I want to see what it looks like inside. I want to see our concessions. I want to see what they've done as far as the state of the art mechanisms for it to be an elite stadium and what it can do. So, yes, very excited. All right. Well, thank you all. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate yes, guys. You. Make sure you share it. Feel free to end it and share along. And we will be back next week. And look out for the post for the hat later too. And if y'all want the shirts, let us know too. We may be able to make that happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you. Bye. Guys, have a good night. Peace out.